Eagles Entertainment. Welcome to the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro with you. Very disappointing way for the Eagles to open the second half of this 2020 regular season. Falling 27-17 to the New York Giants on Sunday at MetLife Stadium. The Eagles now 3-5-1, still atop the NFC East. But schedule gets a whole lot harder. Five straight games against teams with winning records. So... The Eagles certainly need to raise their level of play. They did not do that on Sunday. Defensively, New York came right out with touchdown drives of 85 yards and 75 yards to establish the line of scrimmage. Offensively, the Eagles unable to convert a third down for the first time since the 2004 season, a game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So the Eagles added all up, 27-17 loss. The one bright spot, the running game cranked it up quite a bit. Miles Sanders, 85 yards in his return. Boston Scott, a scintillating 56-yard touchdown run. Let's begin with that highlight from the radio booth. Marilyn Mike, as Scott takes that handoff from Wentz on the team's opening possession of the second half, a score that brought the Eagles to within 14 to 11 after the two-point conversion. And it was a great run down the sideline for Boston Scott. Okay, they're going for two. They're going for two. Wentz with Sanders to his right. Wentz gives it off to Sanders. He is in for two points. The problem, though, the Giants came right back down the field and scored a touchdown, and then the Eagles put together a scoring drive of their own. Corey Clement finishing off the drive. It is first and goal for the Eagles. Ball at the five. Corey Clement is in. Give goes to Clement. Off the left side, he leans, he scores! That two-point conversion failed for the Eagles, and then it was all Giants after that. Philadelphia unable to get anything going offensively. Let's begin here with head coach Doug Peterson, clearly frustrated with the way his team played. 11 penalties on the day, an inability to stop New York's running game, field position awful all game, and of course, Those nine third-down conversions that weren't to be led up to the Eagles' extremely disappointing way to open this second half of the season. Here is head coach Doug Peterson. Hey, Doug, how did things come together with um, the offensive line, the way you guys lined up this week? What what was it that had, uh, you know, Opeta at left guard and and Pryor at right guard? Yeah, we just felt that was the best five. Um, Herbie did sustain a little hand uh, issue during the week of practice, and... um, you know, just wanted to make sure that he was fine. But, uh, you know, Opeta, um, you know, had, had really stepped in and, and did nice during the week of practice. And, uh, you know, I felt comfortable, you know, putting him in there. And, and Stout and I had conversations on that. And that was our five. John and then Jeff McLean. Uh, hey, Doug. Uh, third down was an issue this afternoon. Uh, you didn't convert one. Uh, I think 0 for 9. Was there any theme to that? Did you sense anything going on? Yeah, too many third and longs. It's hard to overcome. You know, we got to do better on first and second down. Too many third and longs. Jeff and then Kristen Rogers. Uh, Doug, what what went into the decision to go for it on fourth and 10 with just under five minutes left? Did you consider a field goal? Uh, punting, uh, and then why did you ultimately go with that play call, the uh, pass to Jalen Rager? 
The um, decision not to kick it, obviously, uh, a little bit too far. Lengthy kick uh, into the wind. It would have, you know, would have been a long one there. But um, on the uh, the play, I mean, you know, it's 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 obviously part of the progression, um, and uh, you know. Thought we had an opportunity there, you know, to make a play. You know, I just gotta look at the tape and see because it's it is part of the part of the progression, but um, it's 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 also based on uh, you know uh, the decision of the quarterback to go there too. So I just gotta look at the film and and uh, and, and take a look. Kristen and Dave Zangaro. Hey, Doug, uh, how did you feel like your guys were energy-wise? You know, it was essentially two weeks, you know, to prepare for this game coming off the bye week. But, you know, in past years, it seems like maybe the energy hasn't been there uh, coming out of bye weeks um, with you guys. Yeah, I mean, I felt uh, felt like the guys were ready to go. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm obviously disappointed that, uh, you know, and it's, it's on me, you know, that we play – play the way we did today you know quite honestly um but I felt the energy was was good it's you know it is it's difficult obviously with without the fans but uh that's both teams have to deal with it and um you know can't make excuses for it but um you know we we can't we cannot we've got to stop shooting ourselves in the foot that's the bottom line um all three phases had a hand in this uh, loss today uh, with, with the penalties and uh, not good enough. Even then Nick Fierro. Doug, you just said it, it's on you. What happened? I mean, how, how can you explain the team coming out and playing the way they did early like that? It's hard to explain because you go into the game feeling really good. Uh, guys were, you know, we're getting some guys back. Guys feel, feel fresh and ready and, uh, had a good week of preparation, and you know, um, we just we listen. It, it it came down to execution. It came down to you know some some decision making on my part. I mean, it's, we all had a hand in this one, and uh, it had nothing to do with uh, effort, intensity. It had nothing to do with that. Nick and Chris Franklin. Hi, Doug. You mentioned the uh, penalties earlier, and that had a lot to do, obviously, with the third and longs. Um, did, you were in the, the intensive protocol this week. Your meetings were different. Do you think that might have had anything to do with the, with your preparation? No. Chris and then Tim McManus. Doug, you guys had Alshon Jeffrey returning this week. How would you assess the way he played the ball? It looked like he was in there for a number, a good considerable number of snaps. How would you say he played today? Yeah, I got to take a look at the film, uh, but I thought there were some good things that he did. You know, to get him get him back, it was it was, it was exciting to get him back in the game and get him back on the field, um, and uh, something we continue to build on with him as we go. Tim and then Les. Hey, Doug, you guys uh, decided to go for two when you were down four after the uh, Corey Clement touchdown. Can you just take us through that decision making and explain the rationale? Yeah, I mean, the decision-making there was just to, to obviously, you know, uh, trust trust my guys upstairs, uh, you know, and, and we had just converted one before and uh, felt felt good with the play call and, 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 and everything. Um, and, you know, uh, you, you go for it and you make it, then, you know, a field goal can win the game for you later on in the fourth quarter or, or whatever. At least, at least it gives you an opportunity now to, to know exactly what, uh, you know, what you need to do to – to win the game. Les and then Zach Berman. Hey, Doug. Uh, 
the way you, the team started out, it, what can you do about that? Why? What what happens? Uh, you guys have been down so much uh, early, double digits. I think maybe like six of the first nine games. Uh, how can you avoid that? What What do you have to do different? Les, I think it takes everybody. I think it takes intensity in practice. I think it takes you know everybody uh, being on the same page. I think there's a there's a work ethic that. Uh, you know, to, to, to uh, it's a pride thing, I think, with the guys to just as, as a team, you know, to just say enough's enough. And, um, you know, we can't, we, you listen, I, I know we've been plagued with a lot of injuries and, and, you know, uh, it's been a, been a part of our season so far, but, um, there's still a lot of pride left in that locker room and guys are, guys are mad, guys are upset. I'm, 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 I'm mad, you know, that, uh, um, you know, we lost this game today, but, uh, we got, you know, a great opportunity next week to, to get it fixed. We have time for two more, so we'll go Zach and then Ed Kratz. Hey, Doug, as a follow-up on the third down question, and it follows up on Les's question, too. You mentioned third and longs, but your first three third downs, I believe, were third and one, third and three, third and one. How do you look at that to start the game and and, and what need to be do, and what need to be better in those situations? We just need to execute a little bit better uh, in those situations. And, and um, again, you know, uh, I'm gonna I honestly, you know, I hate to keep using this phrase, but I got to take a look at it and see. I could probably answer the question better for you tomorrow uh, to see if there was any breakdown in execution or, or, or whatever, whatever it is. But, um, you know, you're right. You get in those situations, you need to convert. Go ahead, Ed. Hey, hey Doug. Uh, without looking at the tape, how do you think Carson played today? Your assessment of him just coming out of the game. Um. I, I thought he, I thought he played, I, I thought he played, played okay, played good. I mean, there, there's, you know, obviously there were some throws that, that, you know, we'd like to, we'd like to get back from the standpoint of just accuracy. Uh, he managed the game and the run game really well, put us in some really good situations, uh, hung tough, um, you know, did, did what, uh, what he's capable of doing. We just have to, you know, continue to work with, with him. We got to continue to work with our, our young skill guys to, to get, to get on the same page because, you know. Everything matters when you get in the games. It's all magnified, and um, but I thought overall he played uh, he played well. Thanks, Coach. Wentz, twenty-one of thirty-seven, two hundred eight yards. He was sacked three times, no touchdowns, no interceptions, and no big plays in the pass game. His largest completion, just twenty-two yards to tight end Richard Rodgers. Not enough on a day when the Eagles really could have used some explosiveness to get out of that terrible field position. Carson Wentz, yes, frustrated after the game as he meets the media. You guys you guys went 0 for 9 on third downs. I mean, what did, what did you see as kind of like the main issue there, especially early in the game when a lot of those were like third and short? Yeah, um, I got to watch the tape, honestly. You know, I didn't realize we were – I knew we struggled on third down. I didn't realize we were that poor. Um, anytime you're 0 for 9, obviously you're not doing something very well. Um, and hats off to them. You know, they had a good game plan. Um, that's a good defense over there. They made it hard on us, but uh, we definitely made it tougher on ourselves, left some plays out there, uh, didn't execute enough. And um, yeah, 0 for 9 on third down is extremely frustrating. And I think that's something we pride ourselves on is staying on the field on third down, and we didn't do it today. Chris and Mike Sealski. Yeah, Carson, can you put your finger on why the offense was kind of inconsistent today? They, you had some brilliant moments, but then it was just 
just inconsistent. Can you put can you put your finger? Was it them? Was it what you guys were doing? Yeah, it, it's hard to put your finger on one thing as to why we were kind of inconsistent offensively. I, I think you know we we did some decent things um, at, at times throughout the game, and and we struggled. I mean, for one, we didn't stay on the field. Um, we just talked about 0 for nine on third down makes it tough. Um, but but like I said earlier, you got to credit that defense. They definitely disguised a lot of looks and, and brought all sorts of different pressures and made it tough on us. And um, they played a great game, and, and we you know we didn't we didn't do enough to win. Mike and Jeff Skaversky. Or Jeff, if you're ready, go ahead. No, sorry about that. Sorry about that, Allie. Um, Carson, there seemed to be a couple moments out there where you were frustrated either with a play call um, or, or maybe a decision to to insert Jalen into the game. Um, did moments like that come up? No, I don't. I, don't, I think Coach called a really good game, um, and I felt good about it. I, I was just frustrated um, that we weren't executing. You know, I think. Um, that defense made it made it tough on us today, and and you know we we got frustrated. Um, I got frustrated just you know a couple three and outs and not converting some some situations that we knew we could have. Um, so yeah, I get I get a little frustrated out there, but um, it had no, nothing to do with any of those things. Jeff Skaversky and then Paul Domowich. Hey Carson, you guys were able to run the ball having Miles Sanders back, you know, but you, you get some weapons back in Miles and Alshon. How surprised are you that you guys? did struggle offensively as a whole, you know, between the third downs and between converting and scoring touchdowns. Yeah. Um, obviously, we are surprised. We don't, we don't go into a game thinking, you know, we're going to you know, struggle like that and go for nine on third downs and only put up a couple points. But, um, you know, I got to give a lot of credit to that defense. Um, you know, I thought we had a good game plan ready to go, but um, I've been saying it all week. That's a good defense, and we had to come out and really execute at a high level. And I think we did that at times, but we didn't do it well enough. Uh, we didn't sustain enough drives, and, and we left some plays out there. But but they made a lot more plays than us, and we didn't deserve to win. Paul and Rob Motti. Yeah, Carson, uh, I wanted to ask you about one of those third downs. Third and one early in the second quarter. Uh, I believe you were on the Giants 41 at the time. Looked like you tripped, or uh, what exactly happened? Yeah, I'm not fully sure what happened on that one. I mean, I know I got stepped on trying to get out of there, and um, obviously that's not an ideal situation to be in third and one in you know plus territory and um, to to come up short the way we did. Obviously, that one's definitely one we'll look back on and be kind of frustrated at. Um, but I'm not fully sure exactly what happened or how it happened. Rob and then EJ. Carson, you played a clean game, but there was so much emphasis on turnovers. Do you think maybe perhaps that? took away from the ability to just go out and do your thing and create plays? I don't think so, no. Um, you know, I think that defense um, in their style, their structure, um, they kind of force you to just take what's there and play underneath and um, try and move the ball slowly and, and bend but don't break type of defense. So, um, you know, that was, that was my mindset coming into the game. And I thought, like I said, I thought we did that okay at times, but um, they made more plays than us. EJ and Pat Gallon. Hey Carson, so you mentioned that uh, the Giants defense kind of makes you take what's there and you know kind of uh, forces you to you know focus on the smaller stuff. How big of a hurdle was it uh, to have the field position you guys did for most of the game? Yeah, I mean we we didn't help ourselves. I know that um, offensively and, and certain certain things. I mean being backed up a lot for a handful of those drives. I mean it's a field position game. Anytime you got two teams like that going back and forth. Um, field position is, is crucial and 
Um, you know, offensively, we, I don't think we moved the ball enough to, to help our defense out. And um, collectively as a team in all three phases, I mean, we just got beat and we got to be better next time. Pat and then Jeff McLean. Carson, you really haven't struggled like this and in your career or the Eagles haven't in, in quite a while. Um, is it difficult to shake this off? I know that it's you got to look to the next week, but how difficult is it becoming to to shake these games off week by week? Yeah, I mean, it, it is frustrating. You know, we're not where we want to be. And, and I know personally I hate losing and it frustrates me. And, um, you know, I go back and look at the tape just as hard as anybody and, and you know, go through it with a, you know, fine tooth, fine tooth, fine tooth comb and uh, really see where can I get better. Um, and then as a team, we all do the same thing. So it is frustrating to, to be where we're at, but at the same time, we got no choice. You know, we got no choice but to bounce back. Uh, we got another f- good football team ahead of us next week. And, um, you know, we're going to learn from this one. We're frustrated. We're going to learn from it, and we're going to come out and attack next week. We have time for one more, so, Jeff. Carson, you said that the, the Giants play to make you kind of kill them on, on, from underneath. Was that the, one of the reasons why we didn't see much of John Hightower on Sunday and then not have him out, out there? Does that take away that, that deep threat? Um, you know, that's obviously playing time and all those things. That's not my um, – that's not a question really for me. But but I do think, like, like I said, that's kind of their style of defense. They're going to make you play underneath. So um, you could say that's an element to it. But there's also an element to, you know, getting a guy like Alshon back and um, some other pieces back. You know, that's just part of, part of what we're going to do offensively going forward. Thanks, Carson. Miles Sanders, one of the starters to return to the Eagles with the hopes that it would boost the offense – did not happen. Sanders, 15 carries, 85 yards, had a couple of drops in the past game, and he says the Eagles offense just not performing the way this team knows it can. Uh, hey, Miles. Uh, you had a productive return running the football. Uh, first, how did you come out of it physically? Uh, and then from a team standpoint, you guys especially struggled on third downs, it seemed. Did you kind of uh, have a feel for that going on in the game? And did you see any issues there? Um, for, well, first, uh, your first question, yeah, I, f- I feel good coming out uh, this game. My first game being back, uh, just doing whatever I can to help the team win. You know, um, the other running backs, the Boston and Corey did some great things out there, so it wasn't just me. I think the running game was very effective this this uh, this game. Uh, definitely got to clean up some stuff for me, uh, had some – mistakes on my end, um, blocking, just blocking better. And uh, I dropped two footballs that could have been <clears throat> critical in the game so and could have kept our drive going. But um, <clears throat> as a team, offense, offensively, uh, like like you said, on third day down, we struggled a lot. And uh, I think we were 0 for, 0 for 9, I believe. Uh, and that's just not acceptable. It's not going to get the job that we can't win games like that. Zach and then Martin Frank. Hey, Miles, on a day when you have 5.7 yards per carry, do you think you should, that, that you should be getting more than 15 carries? It's not even about that. It's just about executing uh, whenever we get on the field. You know, uh, We know what type of offense we, we are. We know what type of offense we can be. Um, it doesn't matter if I'm getting the ball 10 times, three, three times, 20 times. It doesn't matter. I'm going to do whatever I can to help the team win. But as a team, as a, offensively, I think we, we didn't play to our standing and including myself. Martin and Les Bowen. 
Hey, Miles, how, how much of that do you think had to do with, like, all these new guys coming back in? I mean, you know, you'd missed a couple games. Um, you know, Alshon was playing his first game. You know, Jalen Rager's just back, you know, for a game and everything. Like, how much of an impact do you think that has kind of had just because it didn't seem like you guys were all in sync yet? Uh, repeat that last part of your question. I mean, didn't if like it, it all seemed like you guys weren't quite in sync with all you know all these guys coming back from from injury and everything. I mean, did you kind of see it that way? No, I didn't see it that way. I just I saw an offense that just wasn't disciplined today, uh, including myself. Like I said, uh, that's all. I think that we're beating ourselves. Um, I don't think there was anything the Giants did necessarily that was spectacular. Um, they did play a hell of a game, but. We we're beating ourselves up, uh, and we're losing games like that. Last, and then Jeff McLean. Hi, Miles. The offensive line, and again, another group today with Opeta uh, and Pryor at the guards uh, and Lane back at right tackle. How much of that continuing uh, flux is is a problem for you guys in in running the offense smoothly? How hard is it not to have a group that plays every week? Um, I don't. I don't think that was a problem. Uh, I think whoever's in there is going to get the job done. We we got Coach Stout. You know, uh, he's a hell of an O line coach. Whoever's in there, he's going to make make him look like a pro bowler. And and Kelsey there, he's going to lead the group. It was good to have JP out there and, and Lane, but Opeta and and, and Pryor, they I, they're doing a great job in my opinion. If you ask me. I don't think that's the problem. I think it's it's a whole team uh, problem. You know, we're just not playing real smart football. Jeff and then Ed Kratz. Uh, Miles, I think on your last four carries, you, you only had three yards, and, and it was probably a miracle you got those three yards. You broke a lot of tackles. Did you were the Giants kind of keen in on on some of those outside runs? Were they seeing um, them before the snap? Yeah, I think they just keyed on the outside runs. Um, uh, yeah, that's what made me bounce it out, and some miss—not uh, necessarily missed blocks, but just just hard blocks to get. And they were just keying on on those outside runs a lot, so it was, made it more difficult. We have time for one more, so go ahead, Ed. Hey, Miles. Um, Doug was saying it's hard to explain how a team can come out of the bye, uh, you know, getting healthy again and put out a performance like that. How do you see it? Why do you think uh, this performance was what it was, coming out of a bye and getting players back? Uh, like like I said, um, it's just, we just didn't play very smart football at all. A lot of offsides. Uh, we were 0-9 on third down. Um, you can't really win a football game like that. It's going to be very hard to. Um, a lot of mistakes, including myself. I uh, hold myself uh, to a high standard, and I don't think I still play to the standard other than running the ball. Um, Got to do better in pass pro and uh, catching the football. The Eagles' defense, again, unable to stop the zone reads from quarterback Daniel Jones. New York running up 151 yards on the ground. Jones leading the way with 64 yards on nine carries, including a 34-yard touchdown drive to cap off New York's first offensive possession. And Brandon Graham says the Eagles just didn't bring the spark defensively to turn the game around. Hey, Brandon, there was the uh, the one instance where the offense goes down the field and scores, and then pretty quickly you guys gave up a touchdown. How how difficult is that to not be able to play complementary football and, and kind of stack good series offense and defense together? 
that's that's always the goal to play comp complimentary football. And today we just didn't get it done. We dug ourselves, you know, a hole, and um, you know, just when we was about to go up, go up, you know, we couldn't we couldn't stop it, you know. And so, um, I mean, it was a credit to them. They made the plays uh, today to help them get um, get this win. John and then Les. Uh, hey, BG, I, I know everyone kind of played down the intensive protocols this week, but it kind of hit the D-line room uh, more than anywhere else, probably. Now that you look back on it, uh, was there a more difficult time preparing for this game? No, I mean, I just I felt good. We all felt good going into this game. Um, like I said, they just made they made some plays in there. Um, you know, a couple big plays. Uh, we talk about eliminating the big plays, and you know they made some big plays. Uh, field position was what uh, was was not as good as we would like it because uh, we didn't get uh, turnover or nothing to flip the field, um, and so um, it was just tough because you know we never um, really had good field position with them uh, to stop them, you know, to help us on defense. Lesson and Zach. Hey, BG, uh, they're running game early just seemed to to slash you guys to shreds what were they doing up front that made that so hard to stop honestly I don't know um uh when we get uh when we get in the film we're gonna see that it was just maybe a guy was out his gap on one you know it was just like a little leaky look they was you know just I mean may, maybe missing tackles uh on a couple we was talking about that on the sideline we got a we got a gang tackle we got to get him on the ground Stuff like that, but I don't know specifically uh, until we watch the film on what uh, what was really happening. But I think uh, you know we always try to we always gonna go play hard. But you know it's always those little things that um, that that was that was creeping in, and I'm sure you know it's probably a guy out his gap or you know just like little stuff that uh, we can correct. Zach and then Bo. Hey Brandon, coming off the bye week in a division game when you guys are getting healthy players, you're fresher. How do you explain the way the team came out? Um, I mean, they made, we, we gave them, we gave them 14 early, you know, uh, and we can't do that, especially on, on defense. I talked about, you know, we gotta, we gotta hit them. We gotta strike first. You know, when you're playing a team two times, it's all about who, who strike first, you know, who came to play. And, uh, in the beginning, you know, we, it didn't seem like we can't, we started, we started fast and we didn't, you know, uh, we, we came back. Uh, we put ourselves back in a position to, to to win the game, but obviously, you know, we didn't make the plays uh, at the end to um, stop the bleeding, and you know, uh, they ended up, you know, taking it away from us. And so uh, it was just tough uh, because we we, you know, we prepared our butt off this week, but um, those little things added up on us: penalties, pre-snap, uh, offense and defense, and you know, uh, of course. Um, you know, we just can't have those things, and that's what Coach talked about. We have time for one more, so go ahead, Bo. BG, you've been asked about those misdirection runs all season long, and, you know, it seems like the quarterbacks and wide receivers have the biggest runs against you guys, not running backs. Did they do anything to surprise you with that today? No. Nah, um, we knew that was coming. Uh, like I said, when I see the film, we're going to see uh, what actually happened. Uh, we knew that they had, they ran it a little different. You know, they ran a couple things a little different, but it's all the same, um, you know, thing at the end of the day. We just uh, might have had different responsibilities on certain things. Um, but like I said, um, they made, they came out and they played hard and they got the win. So what is the mood in the Eagles locker room? 
Well, here is safety Jalen Mills to tell you all. Pissed off. You know what I'm saying? Pissed off. Because like I just said, we, we put the work in um, throughout the week. So it, it should reflect. You know what I'm saying? That's just how that's just how it works. That's how sports work. That's how football work. You know, you, you practice how you play. And um, kind of like the question before, we, we haven't put it all together. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, we're one week at a time. Um, we got a 24-hour rule. You know, that's at least what I was taught. You know, uh, once you close your eyes and you wake up in the morning on Monday, you got to let this go. Um, come to work, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, pissed off. Uh, and we got the Browns this week coming up, and, and we got to handle them for sure. And finally, on the Seagulls Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group, some analysis and reaction from the radio booth, Marilyn Mike. Guys, Marilyn Mike, a, a really tough way to start the second half of the season. I think everybody's surprised at, at the way this played out today. Uh, Merrill, first, your, your thoughts on an offense that welcomed back Lane Johnson and Alshon Jeffrey and Miles Sanders and just couldn't get it going against the Giants? It's a, it's a shame because they had two weeks and I had hoped they would come out on fire and instead they produced three first-half points. That's not good. And the other thing that bothers me tremendously is the fact that they were 0 for 9 on third down. 0 for 9. And the other thing that bothers me, as long as we're listing them, and Doug Peterson said this during the bye, is that they have to be more productive on first down. And they weren't. So, yes, they did produce 14 points on two very good plays in the second, in the third quarter, and they added a field goal, but it wasn't enough. Mike, uh, what what side of the of the line of scrimmage is more concerning to you at this point, offense or defense? Wow, that's a really good question, Dave. Um, I think the defensive line. You know, when you're able to stop teams and they don't score points, you, you got a good chance of winning. I think they can be creative enough on the offensive side. Um, even when the offensive line is not playing at its best, you're, you're, I think they're still able to get points. But defensively, you really have to be able to dominate the line of scrimmage, and we're not seeing that from this football team. Disappointed with the way Malik Jackson played uh, with Hargrave. Uh, you know, you know, you're going to have three hundred. Well, you're going to have six hundred pounds on Fletcher Cox on nearly every snap, so it's difficult for him to be real effective. But these other guys who are facing one guy, they should be a little more effective than they're proving to be. Mike, can you explain the, the mechanics of, of why this defense has had trouble with misdirection, particularly today with that read option and Daniel Jones running the football? Well, I just think that's the for this defense. Uh, teams understand that this is a fast-flow defense. They like to get up the field to – you know, the, the ends that are coming off the edge, they're running to a spot where the quarterback would be if he's going to drop, take his drop and throw the ball. Teams understand, how do you slow that down? You do all those things that you mentioned. You do the misdirection. You do the jet sweep motion. Uh, you, you do Early in the game, they ran a trap on Fletcher Cox. You know, those are the types of things you do when teams are fast flowing, getting up the field, and slowing the, the defense down. Merrill, you know, early in the third quarter, Boston Scott has this big run, and the Eagles are saying, hey, let's get a stop here on defense. It's happened quite a bit here in the past. Um, 
this season that the Eagles defense does not get that stop. I guess we all kind of look at the defense and go, why is that happening? What are your thoughts on the defense and not being able to just kind of maintain momentum? Well, I was very disappointed because after Boston Scott ran 56 yards for a touchdown, I figured this team is going to come so fired up. They're going to make the Giants go one, two, three and out and really take over this game. And instead, they did it in three plays. They did it with a long pass downfield. Now, there was one a great catch by Golden Tate. I mean, they did huge jokes. It wasn't even grinded out. And I think a lot of that, you can talk about the lack of pressure, but the other part of that is that the Eagles lost battles time and time again on contested plays, which tells you the secondary isn't good enough. Mike, what did you see from the Eagles passing game, Carson Wentz and, and the receiving group that, you know, really – uh, Richard Rodgers' longest gain, 22 yards. Not, not much getting getting done there. Why not? I just didn't see much out of it. I mean, I there was just not much going on. The passing game was was so pedestrian, uh, pedestrian I thought. Um, I don't think they take enough shots. You know, when you've got these guys that can run by uh, cornerbacks, I think you have to take shots with them. So, and I know the Giants will play a style of defense where they're going to try to keep things in front of them. I, I get that. But every now and then you have to take those shots and you have to take them at the right times. And I don't think they do that. I think there's a lot of crossing routes. Uh, there are a lot of routes that are designed for zone defense to just get open and, and pick up small chunks of yards. But I don't see the creativity in trying to trying to get the ball down the field to the type of players that they have. And they talk so much about Wanting to be more explosive this year, well, it's hard to be explosive if you don't try explosive type plays. And then finally, guys, Merrill, you first. Your thoughts on how Carson played? I thought he played okay. Uh, he didn't turn over the football, which has been all anybody's been talking about for about a month. Uh, he didn't throw the interceptions. He didn't fumble the football. I thought he tried the best he could to get rid of it quickly, and he even threw it away a couple of times, as the expression goes, uh, to live to play another down. But the fact of the matter is, he did have a couple of people open, even though he was under duress. I think of one where he had Dallas Goddard open on a deep seam, and he just oversailed the ball by about 10 yards. So he could have played better, but on the other hand, I would say that he played okay. But in this case, he needed to be the, the quarterback who lifted this team, and he certainly wasn't that. Mike, your thoughts? So I, I think on the positive, Merrill's he's exactly right. He threw the ball away a couple of times when he needed to, should have thrown the ball away. Um, he made some good decisions in changing a couple of plays at the line of scrimmage. Um, but the problem with him being inaccurate is showing up too often, too many times. He really didn't make any plays. You know, if you want to, you expect your quarterback to lift the guys around you and make plays. So I think he played okay, but you need more than just okay from your quarterback. Yeah, the, the shame of it is today Washington loses, you know, a win today and the Eagles are in just such a sweet position in the NFC East. But alas, now we got a really tough five-game schedule here against plus 500 teams. Eagles have to raise their level of play against these, these good teams coming up. Can they do it? Well, let me tell you this, Dave. If 
And I know it's a big if. If they can beat the Browns next week in Cleveland, they're right where I thought they would be because I thought they would probably beat the Giants and lose at Cleveland. So if they can pick it up another level and beat the Browns, and that's not going to be easy, but I don't think the Browns are a great team, uh, then I think you're right back where you started and you're still the first-place team in the NFC least. So I'm seeing concerns on both sides. I'm not, I don't know how they really get this thing turned, turned around. I see the problems with the defense, and I certainly see the problems with the offense. And there's a lot of fixing in my mind that needs to be done for this football team if they're to win the NFC East. Right now, to me, the team that they played today looks like the best team in the NFC East. That will do it for this Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Thanks to Tyler Lewis, Peter Kelly, Ray Doyle for their work here as the Eagles get ready for another road game next Sunday against the Cleveland Browns. What a tough win on Sunday over the Houston Texans. Thanks for joining everyone. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro. Tough one, really tough, very disappointing way for the Eagles to open the second half of this regular season. We'll see if this team bounces back as the toughest part of the schedule begins right now. Have yourselves a great Eagles day and always fly Eagles fly. E-A-T-L!